0: Okay, so I think um, we should make a start. Good evening, Rabbi Sai. Uh, Thank you so much for being uh, with me, for being able to be together. The uh, topic for tonight is once again a very brave topic uh, titled Change Your Life With Me, standing for Mindfulness and amuna. Now... Sometimes some um, changing life could be in a very broad, uh, you know radical, all-encompassing fashion, and sometimes we could change our life in even a very small but significant way. And I believe that there are situations in life that uh, we could potentially be more successful if um, we had, two elements better. One, to really know clearly and truthfully the nature of our life situation. And we find this concept very clearly in the well-known line in where he says has to be clear and known to be true to a person. And we you look at that and we wonder a little bit. And just just say, he has to know." What does it mean? barer has to be clear. Does the is there something not clear about it? What does it mean? Yisames. If it's true, how could it become true? Could something that's true become more true? But nevertheless, it seems that how clearly a person knows something, how fully, how Convincingly, and how much he relates to it as true and knows it to be true and accepts it as the truth. There could be levels and levels. So there's an aspect of really knowing our life situation. And there's another aspect of being able to think clearly about it, to be able to even attempt to devise with Hashem's help, of course. A good strategy, a a proper, a realistic strategy, a way to relate to it in a potentially successful way, that requires to be able to think clearly, able to think logically, able to think benachas. What do we need to be able to think about something clearly and logically? We have to be ourselves, in the calm state. We have to be essentially besimcha. The morale and avos among the qualities that you need to acquire Torah is simcha. Morale says the person can only learn when he is in a state of nachas, clarity of mind. The more says, So so too, our life situations need for us, we need that we should be able to be thinking clearly from a place of calm, relaxed reflectiveness. Well, what do we need for that? What do we need to be able to be calm, be benachas, be besimcha? Well, of course, we know, or we should know, that we need to be able to know in our hearts that everything in our life is from Hashem for our benefit. We have that fundamental emuna that everything that's taking place in our life is only Hashem's design and only for for His purpose, which is only to give us the ultimate good, even though we may not understand it many times, at least not right away, but only if we have that basic starting point, can we be in the calm and basically relaxed state otherwise we're we're too disturbed by things that are troubling to us that are difficult for us so all that is pretty simple what's what i want to explore tonight is that it may not be as simple as it seems not to not to suggest that Having this amuna is an easy thing. It's a great accomplishment. But there, it could very well be a sort of first step and then another step before that to even be able to employ a muna. Let's put, try to put it like simplistically. If a person is in denial, they don't really know the reality of the situation they don't believe the re- reality of the situation can they possibly accept it with their muna of course not i don't even i don't even really know what's taking place in my life i can't accept with a muna what Hashem is giving me i don't even believe it's true i i re- i protect myself from even knowing about it that could take place on different levels. Like we find the concept of Maimin, Vayner, Maimin. Or like Mr. Shaman showing us. There are levels and levels of clarity. So of course, we understand a person is in complete denial about their life situation. They cannot possibly accept it, Be'amunah. Of course, they couldn't do anything about it either because um, they wouldn't even be aware of it. But on a, on a sort of a lesser degree, a person is somewhat in denial. A person is somewhat not allowing themselves to really be aware of what is their life situation. Then they cannot employ emuna with regard to that life situation. They cannot accept whatever Hashem is giving me in life if I don't really believe it. You know, we, 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 could, we could draw sort of a, a muscle for this, of how this takes place when we try not to believe Lashnahara that we hear. We know that's um, even a situation where maybe you need to listen to something for a constructive purpose. There's a very important uh, principle not to believe it. It's not such an easy thing. Many times, you know, we struggle with trying to not believe what we hear, especially when it may not have been intended, you know, for malicious purpose, it's not so easy just to just discount what somebody said. So we try our best to sort of put it aside and like not make this part of our reality. So it's like held back out of our full consciousness. and That's like the best we could do to essentially not really be accepting and embracing the Lashnahara. I think the same thing could take place with our own life situations, with our own challenges, with things that are very difficult for us in life for a very valid reason. There could be things that um, really we would understand, really we need in a very valid way, and we're not receiving it. And that's a very hard thing to accept. So there could be a certain measure of being in denial about it, like not really fully recognizing that, yes, this is lacking in my life. Let's take something very simplistic. Somebody's putting in good work in in the workplace and they, and they need very much to get some kind of positive feedback for their work from their supervisor, from even the head of the company and they're not getting it. And it makes it very difficult for them to really perform at their optimal uh, capacity when they don't get any positive feedback for the good work that they're putting in. Or maybe they don't get any feedback whatsoever. So they don't even know what needs to be improved is what they're doing correct, proper, pleasing to those that are hiring him. It's, it's very, very hard to manage in that situation. That's a very valid need. So, a person could somehow tell myself, I'm sure they're going to start giving it to me. And this must only have been temporary. Or on a sort of a secondary level, we could believe that it could be changed very easily. Somebody could just start to do what they're supposed to do. I'll try to get the message to them. And... Um, I'm sure that they'll start doing it because that's what they really ought to do and that's what I need them to do. So I believe that even if it really is here, but it can go away. If I yell at my kids loud enough, they'll start going to bed on time because they really ought to go to bed when I tell them and they're not. So I just got to get them the message a little stronger and then this will clear up but it's really not going to clear up. But as long as I'm still hanging on to the belief that my children will go to bed at a normal hour and I will have some peace and quiet in my life, then I cannot really embrace the reality that no, they have this very difficult nature that does not allow them to go to sleep till about four times coming out and getting another drink. And, you know, we could apply to ourselves whatever uh, life situation that we may be facing. And as long as the mindset lingers that they ought to change, or even about ourselves, I ought to change. If I really make up my mind, put my mind to it, I'll be able to stop this, or I'll be able to start getting this right. So then I don't really embrace the reality of what's going on. So I need, and then Mela, I can't even accept it with Amuna. I can't say, okay, this is the life situation Hashem has given me. This is the challenge Hashem has given me. To even embrace that before even trying to deal with it, try to overcome it, try to figure it out. If there is a real challenge, it has to first be accepted. This is Hashem's creation. For my benefit. And I'll try to see. How it could be for my benefit. Is it just through the acceptance? Is it through working at it? Is it through growing from it? That's a second step. But even to employ the muna Of accepting what Hashem is giving me. I have to be able to recognize. Yes. This is my reality. I don't have something in my life. That is really very important. And very valid. And of course, it gets compounded if I start judging myself by the fact that my life is not such a successful nature, so to speak, and holding that against myself, and viewing myself as a failure, it becomes even more unbearable. But there could be very valid needs that I just cannot believe are actually real or won't just go away, can't just be removed easily, So then there's a level of not knowing the truth of it, not knowing the reality of it. So we need the ability to be able to be aware. That's the mindfulness elements, to be able to be aware and properly recognize what is the content of my life. Yes, indeed my supervisor is not going to give me the feedback that I need to be optimally successful in the workplace. Yes, my child is not going to go to bed at their prescribed bedtime, as far as I can see right now. Yes, maybe my parent is never going to give me that full acceptance of who I am in my course in life. My spouse is never going to be a person who is able to keep the house nice and neat and clean as I feel I need so desperately. As only if I could really see the reality of my life situation that I could even first then employ Muna and accept this from Hashem because until I know it's true, I cannot even be be be'emunah and fulfill that great achievement of because I don't even really know that it's true. If this makes sense to anybody so far, um, and you can let me know, that would be helpful. If it doesn't make sense, that certainly you have to let me know. And if you, if you want me to repeat something, that's also totally fine. Um, <laughs> one of those three options is really very much needed as opposed to my having to go around box by box and ask people, okay, what do you say? Like we did in Sheer. So if somebody could tell me they hear, they don't hear, or they want me to play it again, please respond as opposed to deathly silence. Hi, hi, Rabbi. <laughs> hi, Michael, so, smiling is also good, but you know, okay. audio is uh, also necessary.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. so so yeah, so I hear, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, what's like, is it, um, so you are you saying that you have to feel what the truth of the experience is before accepting it, that this is the reality, or are you saying that? I mean,
0: I mean yeah. First, just saying? simply yeah. to know the reality, to really, no, really know the actual truth of the life situation, which seems to be like, well, how could you not know what's right there in your face? No, there are powers of denial. Like, like, like we finally discussed with regard to mourning. Does a person not know that that's, that's, your beloved relative is not alive they know of course they they made the funeral funeral arrangements but they're still thinking they're going to come back you can't really be real there's because it's too painful so there's a power in a person that sort of holds back the awareness okay so that's the most extreme kind of situations but even in less extreme situations they can also be a classic example is when parents don't see that a child has a developmental delay. Other people could see it, the parents don't see it. That's also pretty extreme because that's such a difficult thing to accept that they somehow sort of protect themselves but intentionally against it, doesn't wind up really lasting too long. It's not really beneficial but because it's a very difficult thing to accept they are able to somehow miss the signs that something is not okay here. Uh-huh. So, so long as, or in a similar vein, I'm suggesting that things where we think that a rational, intelligent person could just change. If I tell them to change, if I ask them to change, if I insist of them to change, they will change. Or if I demand of myself, something that I'm struggling with. And I could just say, okay, I just have to quit smoking. That's it. Just get rid of it. <laughs> That's not going to work. I have to realize, yes, there's a very deeply ingrained habit here that I need some good method to try to address. But the first step has to be, okay, I have this challenge. I have this thing that needs to be worked upon. But if I think I can just get rid of it by force of will, or somebody else can get rid of it just because they're told that they should and shown that really they should, that it's not really you know a lasting thing. It's it's it could be gone soon enough. It'll go away. So I cannot really know it to be true. I cannot really know. No, this is not something that they could, that they, they can or somehow simply speaking, will just get rid of, it, or that I will just get rid of. It. So then I have to recognize that this is a real challenge here. The first step after that would be, okay, where did this come from? Is this a criticism of myself? Is this, is this a cause for self negation No, this is Hashem's creation. This belongs to Hashem. This is not to me as a failure. This is not something that should be a cause of, of a terrible lack of loss of self-esteem or even to be overwhelmed by it in any manner, shape or form. There's Hashem's creation. It's totally good. Then we can start to figure out, okay, is there anything that I could do to address it, to, to deal with it, to grow from it? That's only when I'm I'm able to to bear it. I'm able to embrace it. I'm able to have a munir b'ashem that this is good for me. But even have that, I first have to know that this is the fact. (laughs) if 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 you watch, if you look for this, you will find pervasive mindset that is based on a mindset that is essentially judgmental of what somebody should or shouldn't do, how things should or shouldn't be, that feeds into, okay, if they shouldn't do this, then they could just stop doing it. And we need to be able to observe life without judgment, (laughs) to put aside judgment, what should be, what shouldn't be, what my life is supposed to be like, how I'm supposed to be behaving. We have to put aside judgment and see what is the reality is there a life situation that is quite quite difficult, quite a loss to me in, in a certain sense, in its in its basic makeup, in its starting point? The why of the challenge of myself, that is quite a real challenge, that's not of my creation, but nevertheless it's quite real, it's not something that can be just wished away, willed away, just cast aside so to be able to see that and recognize, able to even accept it and embrace it, I have to first know it that requires being able to want to observe something free of judgment, free of denial to be able to turn to it and see what is the real reality of my experience, of my life condition, what is the true nature of my life condition and what's fascinating is that to be able to do this, to be able to try to observe my life situation without judgment, I really need a muna from the very outset. In the book on mindfulness, it describes it as a, a compassionate awareness, an awareness that, that reserves judgment out of compassion out of a certain kind of uh, affection of my life situation, which is really founded, whether they realize it or not, on the fact that this is Hashem's creation. So we really need to start off with a basic foundation that everything in life is Hashem's creation and it is for good. Before I apply to the specific situation, just the fact that I can approach and try to observe Without judgment means that whatever it is, it could be okay. I don't have to be. I don't. I don't. I can suspend judgment. There's no need to be deciding. Is it good or no good? Of course, it's. It's by definition good. In a general sense, everything Hashem has made is good. So I could approach the examination, the awareness, the recognition of my life situation in a basically accepting way. Then I can come into recognition of what is really present in a a very clear, specific way, with all its power. It's like, whoa, this is what I have in my life? I didn't bargain for that. I never imagined that. I didn't think it was gonna be that. Oh, okay, but that's what it is. <laughs> when Hashem said Avram, "Kach has <laughs> the altar says there was an Chesed, to know. There is also Chesed Hashem. That was not something Avram ever imagined. That Hashem is going to give him a mitzvah of sacrificing any person, and especially his own son Yitzchak. Now, of course, Avram didn't know yet that that meant that he was going to lose his son because he did not have a nevuah that Yitzchak was not going to survive, which he couldn't have because that wasn't the truth. He only had a a, a mitzvah, a, a nevuah to do this mitzvah. Okay, simply speaking, the, the results of this mitzvah were to be. But that wasn't Avram's concern. It was only the mitzvah of Hashem, but certainly this was a mitzvah that was not something he was expecting. He's able to embrace it. He's able to cobble it with the same immunos, the same recognition. Everything from Hashem is chesed. Oh, once I accept that whatever is coming from Hashem is chesed, then I could be calm. I could be relaxed. I could try to think about it. But before a person employs the basic Emunah, if I'm going to try to fix it right away, once I realize what it is, I'm going to try to fix it. So then I'm trying to fix it from a point where I need it to be gone. I cannot bear it. Then I'm not Benachas. This is very clearly described in Garden of Emunah and I I'll recommend everybody taking a look over there and seeing you know, if you like what you see as much as I liked what I saw and heard. It's a f- fantastic insight that's only when a person is the because he's in the that everything is Hashem's that he could then be able to try to think about it, figure it out okay, what might this mean? What could Hashem's plan possibly be? What could be the means of growth from this? How could I try to maybe improve it, overcome this barrier, get around this challenge? This is all means of, of growth one way or another. Maybe I could come to understand how I could use this and grow from this in a very good way. But that's only possible when I'm benachas, when I'm able to embrace it. I can only embrace it when I know the truth of it. I can only know the truth of it if I'm really able to be aware of it. Nothing stopping me from being aware of it. Without denial, without judgment, without convincing myself, it's going to go away. And that's all founded upon the starting point of the basic emuna that everything from Hashem is good. How do you define a challenge? Mm. Simply speaking, um, when when. S- something is somehow lacking that I feel that I really need very much in life and very often it's for a very valid reason. Okay, I may know better, but as far as I can understand, this would be really a very valid need and I'm lacking it. Or um, there's behavior that maybe I'm pulled towards that is not, beneficial for me, not good for me, even in any slight degree, or there's something that I'm trying to accomplish that's good and it's very difficult for me to accomplish it, even though I, I seem to be trying to make good, sincere effort. But somehow the, the attempts that I've made so far have not been successful. So I may need a, a better kind of a understanding, a better kind of a view So where I'm trying to sort of dispel it and get rid of this problem, that's a different kind of approach than accepting the problem, embracing the problem, recognizing it, and then seeing how to approach it, maybe sometimes in a more refined way, more (laughs) step-by-step kind of way, more seichaldika way, more patient way. And there's some things that you may be able to accept that, okay, this is how my life is going to be. And I could bear that as well. And that could also be a great accomplishment and maybe it will will help me to sort of expand out in the direction of recognizing that the entire content of my life right now is for a much larger purpose. If there's something that I'm lacking in life and that I will never have, I shouldn't be overly bothered because when I get to Alam Ha'ba, and I'm there, I will look back on it and say, okay, that was only for a very short time, but now for infinity, everything is good. <laughs> now, it's very hard for us to imagine looking back on our life in Alam Hazza and not being concerned about it anymore when we're in Ulam Ha'ba, which is the real True existence because right now we're here in this world and we're looking at our life and our needs and the content of our life as being very important based on the here and now. But if we got to a point where the here and now is not expected to become easily manageable, then the only sort of you know solution may be to come to discover that my real life is not about here and now there's only a very short time that we're here very specific purpose a very clear mission the word mission is helpful uh, uh, so you're saying that there, there there's that denying it would be what saying that it's not a challenge or not even not even true, or it could be easily removed. So, of course, you know it's a little fuzzy. Can't I can't say like I don't really know, but I don't really know because I'm still not really believing it. I'm still not really knowing it fully in my heart of hearts to be true, and I'm still believing that. It's it, it could be gotten rid of. If they would if I would only tell them, if they would only, they would stop, or I could stop, and then everything will be just okay. They will to realize, no, 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 no. They are who they are. And I am basically who I am. Is there something in my power to take a step in the good direction? I hope so. Let's see if I could find that step. I can only find that step if, if I know the truth and I'm okay with it and I'm benachas and I could think properly.
1: What is, your, what is your goal supposed to be when you take that step?
0: Um, to become as functional in accordance with the terrorist system as I can has to be very, very strongly rooted in and so I can only do what is in my power right now. So I should have good goals, good, amazing goals, beautiful goals, but also to give Cheshivas to that little step that I could do right now. And sometimes that little step that I can do right now is just to be accepting the reality of another person's limitations or my own limitations. If I'm in some kind of a mental state where I can only learn 10 minutes a day, and I give that chashivas and I do that, that's, that's amazing. But if I say, that's not real learning, I used to be able to do three hours, what is this worth? No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to force myself and then just is nothing. I don't accomplish anything that way. Maybe if I accept to do 10 minutes and things go okay, I'll be able to expand it. I'll find a way how to add to it. I'll find another 10 minutes at a different part of the day. It can only be figured out if, if I'm calm, if I'm reflective, if I'm benachas. That can only be if I'm a and Hashem is giving me this. Hashem is creating this for only good, for maximum good. Everything Hashem is doing is letayv, not just a little type, like we saw in the, the Hashem. For the ma- maximum type. Everything Hashem is doing is to give the maximum type. Uh, we don't understand. That's where the Eben Ezra can help us a little bit. Eben Ezra says that, when the Torah says, B'anim <laughs> Hashem it has a kavana that we are beloved children. Everything Hashem is doing is for our best. But it has another kavana that just like a young child doesn't often understand the reason, of the parents, but they trust and they rely. They go along. So we should also employ that kind of a mindset and heartset with regard to Hashem. We're like a young children in Hashem's care. We're accepting his direction to us, even though we don't understand, and that's a very important first step. And I think there's a fascinating Sefer Achinuch that also supports this concept, how we can really only employ the amuna best, at least, when we know the truth as opposed to where we're still like not really believing it and trying to use a muna on a situation that we don't even really accept as the truth. I'm just saying in a general way, because he says that it's a greater mitzvah to lend money to somebody who doesn't need staka yet than to give staka to somebody who already came to the point of taking staka. Because the pain of the person who is afraid to come to need staka, is worse. Because the person already got to that point, so he could somehow make peace with that. He realizes, okay, this is his massive, he has to take staka. The person who's hoping not to get to it, his worry, his, his his fear of coming to that state is of even a more painful nature. Therefore, the mitzvah to give him a loan to help him not to even get there is even greater. So there's the, the actual situation that could be accepted. Then there's the fear. Oh, maybe that's my life situation. I don't want to believe it. That's more painful. But that may be unnecessary pain because we're sort of fighting the recognition of the reality, um, not real, maybe not even realizing. So we need to employ this capacity to try to be aware, to observe, to really get a sense. What is, what is really, what is really in existence in myself in the other person? Who am I? Who are they? What is their nature? What is the real content of my life that Hashem has created for me? And that could make a radical difference in how I apply, uh, approach something. Just that added clarity to know, okay, this is the fact. <laughs> and this is Hashem's creation. And it could be okay. That could make the difference of being able to say, okay, this is what I have to accept. There's no point in fighting against it. Let me use my energy maybe in a different direction. Maybe, maybe let me use my energy in a more productive fashion. Why am I expending my emotional energy against this when I cannot change it? It's not just a matter of not being you know, futile, not um, doing things that are not productive. It's really rooted in being able to think about it clearly, able to, to see it, to know it, to understand it, to judge it correctly. Can this really be changed simply, easily? Oh, taka, no, it can't. <laughs> this is my child's nature. They do not go to bed and stay in bed. They come out again and again and again. That is it. We could take, you know, any life situation and, and apply it. And say, yes, this is the real facts on the ground. And then see, okay, is it, can it be addressed some way directly for myself, in relation to other person? Sometimes we have to be very creative. If we think, if I tell them they should accept it and they don't. So then it's just, you know, Frustrating. I realized, no, they, it's not working, that method of communication is not working. Maybe I could try a different method. <laughs> I had once a situation where uh, my wife wanted to do something in the house. I wasn't so okay with it. We talked about it. I never really was sort of giving the okay. She wasn't doing it, but she really wanted to. I wasn't getting it. There were numerous conversations. And one time she sent me a text and the text explained how important this uh, item was to her. And then I got it. And I said, okay, it's fine. Because somehow in the conversation, it wasn't getting across to me how this was really important to her, which maybe should have been obvious, but somehow it didn't. It didn't register. So. Sometimes it could be just another kind of communication that will make the difference. This method is not working. This method ought to work. It's very simple. It's very straightforward. There's no reason why it shouldn't. Okay, But but the fact is, it isn't. Could it be such a thing? Yes. Hashem could create such a thing. Why? We don't know exactly why. Okay, this is the fact. Now what? Okay, maybe there's a way to get around
1: what exactly is going on when we try to uh, assess our reality? Why, why, does that, does, why does that go wrong?
0: Because when, when, when something is sort of, you know, hard to accept, really something like really a very valid need that we might have. So then we block the, not, not intentionally, but uh, the mind, the unconscious mind blocks the awareness of it and we don't see, or we'll rationalize, we'll, we'll sort of create a narrative that will be able to explain it that will fit with what we really need. As opposed to trying to approach with, with an openness, with a, with a readiness to embrace the truth. Now to say, to say... We should employ the love of truth, 100% that could contribute. A person has a true love of truth, they will want that whatever they contain in their mind and their consciousness is truth. But you know, that's asking a lot. Um, I don't know if we can really rely upon that. I think it's better if we realize that the end results can really be much better. We would allow this process to unfold. We would allow ourselves to really come to be aware, which initially may be quite quite powerful, quite quite frightening, quite quite unnerving. Could it be that I don't have this? Something that is so so important, so needed, so valid. Yeah, it looks like I don't. Could Hashem possibly have a reason why I shouldn't have it? He could have a reason that I can't fathom. At least not now, not yet. And that's okay. But one thing is for sure. If this exists, Hashem has made it. And if Hashem has made it, He has made it out of miras chesed. It is good. Kedar is good. The Shech Yitzchak is good. The same, the same chesed is the entire Bria silo. I have a comment. Yes, yeah, so hold it just one moment. Zach, do you, do you hear something? Um, yeah, I, I'm a little bit confused
1: as to which if you're saying that I see the reality and then I distort it, or if the distortion doesn't allow me to see the reality?
0: Um, probably, probably it prevents it from the very outset. The, the sort of the resistance, the inner resistance, to the reality sort of blocks it. And uh, you know, if you look, you can see this playing out in life. You could see even some quite extreme examples of it. But maybe what's really more important is the less extreme examples. Because the extreme examples will say, okay, but that's not gonna happen to me. (laughs) But the ones that are less extreme, more subtle, or just that little bit of a difference can make the difference. When Masutha Sharma says, every little bit of clarity is gonna make a difference. So there's some things where a little more clarity could spell the difference of, okay, I do know this. I can embrace this with emuna I can then try to approach it with Das, with 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 compassion for myself. Okay, um, hello, please go ahead. Hello?
1: I don't think what I'm about to say
0: applies to
1: something that needs to be accepted as an unchanging reality. I think that that probably requires a, jar, a louder.
0: Because I'm having trouble hearing.
1: Oh, I should turn off the camera. Can you hear me now?
0: That's a little better. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, I don't. I don't see why, other than something that, that can't be changed at all that needs to be accepted as a like unchanging reality that that would probably require um, Emuna to have, to be okay with that. But I think other things that there is a hope of changing then just like someone else being non-judgmental or somehow if you could figure out on your own how not to be judgmental and just realizing that you have a certain thing that you need or you have a certain challenge and it doesn't mean anything bad about you and there's hope that it can change. So you, like you, you want to see everything as it is. You, meaning as, as long as you're not judging yourself for the problems that you have, then yeah, it's painful to see, but, but the, like, if the main impediment is that it means something bad about you and if, if it doesn't mean something bad about you and someone could just tell you, yeah, this is this is something that you have and let's try to work on it. And there's hope that it's worked for other people. So I don't, um, I guess I don't, it's fine if maybe you don't need a MUNA for that. I don't know. Amuna is probably one of the ways not to deny the reality of that situation, but um, right. I, so, I, I see the reason why I
0: think that clearly um, right now. Um, uh, it, it's true that you know that element could be manageable in its own right, but then there are some things in life that it may not necessarily um, take the form of my judging myself harshly as a result. It could just be something that's a, a significant loss to me in life. A very important thing that I really, in a certain sense, need to have in a very fundamental way. And it could be hard to recognize that I'm lacking it. And I think also many situations we can't know in advance necessarily that there is a solution at all for it. So to be able to go directly to the solution, to say, okay, there's a problem here. Well, let's try to solve it. It may be premature because we may not, we may thereby not be really taking in the full real awareness of the situation. Because again, the, the, the desire that this problem be resolved sort of pushes us in a direction of minimizing it not really fully recognizing it. Then the the efforts that might be made are not the correct ones. So let's let like if take if you take the case of you know. The child has some, you know, some difficulties. If you, if, you, if you see them as minimal, so, you know, you'll get him a little extra help and you think everything will be fine. But if it's a real significant problem, he made a very different kind of approach. So there has to be a readiness and an openness to see, the, to see my life as it truly is whatever that might be, that means that I'm starting with a desire for full awareness, for full connection to my true life situation, my true life condition, true reality of it and every aspect of it and all its depth and all its complexity, and all its pain. and then to proceed from there. There may be some things that I'll be able to judge. This is not alterable. This cannot be corrected in any manner, shape or form. This person that I need to change is, is not to be expected to change through any kind of intervention. So therefore I can only accept this is how they can be for me and nothing else I may have to get that need filled some other way without you know condemnation of them they may not be in any way to be faulted for their limitations and maybe Hashem has a way to send it to me in a way that I might never have otherwise imagined possible but now I can look for it because as long as I was only looking in one direction, I didn't see it that it's available in a different direction. When I was young in yeshiva, I thought that the way to have friendship is one person you are super close to. And then later I found out you could have many good friends that none none of them are you so super close to. You're just so close to them. And that could also give you a lot and doesn't have to all be coming from one address in a super intense way. I don't know if I would have known that if it would have made any difference. I was very isolated, you know, regardless. But (laughs) maybe it could have helped a little bit. Could have had more hope. So um, yeah, I think I would have made some much better decisions. <laughs> but in any case, um, I think that's a very important, uh, starting point. Does that make sense?
1: Um, yeah, it makes sense that for something that you have to accept as a, as something that might never change, but... I, I mean, I think it's hard to I think it's hard, hard to accept something as real unless there's at least some hope that you might that it could be resolved. It's it's like any really mm-hmm. significant important need. So I, I don't I don't know about um, you know the kids not being able to go to sleep. I guess that could be very frustrating for for some people. I Personally, my life situation doesn't allow for that frustration. <laughs> but I'm just thinking uh, when I, I just make a mental inventory of the things that that um, you know, like challenges for myself. I don't I don't think that I would really be able to accept them without any hope that they could change, and also without someone else, you know telling me that it's okay it's okay to have that challenge
0: and it, it's I'm just telling you, way it is. I'm telling you that it's okay to have that challenge here you go and, um, and also you can know that you are able to accept those things that cannot be changed from a very clear statement in the Torah which is of course a very great achievement but nevertheless a mitzvah for every Jew, that we hopefully say twice a day, or maybe even three times, and that is the mitzvah of That's our our love for Hashem and His kindness and our trust in Him can enable us to accept from Him anything that He gives us in life, including those things that cannot be changed anymore. cannot be brought back and cannot be restored or that cannot possibly be corrected going forward and we we do have that capacity even though we may not realize it of ourselves (laughs) we think that that's only the madrig of the great sadikim But um, this is a power within every Jew. And um, we should again (laughs) be accepting of the fact that it seems quite a accomplishment, not really within our reach right now, and start to take the steps in that direction. How can we reach the point of being able to accept from Hashem everything that He would give to us. Well, I can recommend reading one page of Garden of Emunah a day. <laughs> At least the are here repeated over and over again, everything Hashem is doing is for the best. <laughs> After a while, we start believing it. Because really the moon is within us. It's just sort of you know, we're out of, out of touch with it. We're not focused on it. We're not involved with it. So we need to find the ways to become involved with it. But by, I'm suggesting that that may open up new channels to us. That that involvement with it, that capacity to embrace it, even if it could not be changed, a already calming, it's already... It's already giving us simcha, it's already giving us clarity. This does not have to go away, but let's see. Maybe there is an eczah, maybe there is something I could accomplish through that situation. Maybe there's something here that's a unique growth that Hashem has in mind for me. I don't, I can't say, I don't know for sure, but I'll be able to explore it. But so long as, like. This cannot be, this must be removed. I don't know if I could possibly have the full clarity, full understanding, the full grasp. I can't see it correctly. You have to try it. You have to see it play out in order to believe it until this actually happens, and you like get that light bulb moment of like, oh, oh, this is here to stay. (laughs) No matter what has been tried, this looks like it is here. (laughs) As far as we could see under the present conditions, this is here and not gonna be going away. Okay, now what?
1: I'm starting to hear what you're saying.
0: That's encouraging.
1: But it's um, it's just uh, difficult. But I think I'm starting to hear what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I think I think that you could see it to a certain level as long as you know that there is hope for change. But um, but um, I, w-
0: I want you to find something in your life. You know, in your own mind and heart that you know is not going to change. Something that would really be expected to have that is not going to change. And see if you could come to really recognize its reality. And then Employ the Muna in regard to it and then see what happens and then see if you could see anything in it, learn anything from it. Perhaps the growth is just the MUNA, but even that is only possible when I when I have that strength, which is also starting from a moon, to be able to see the truth of this situation that is not going to change. It could be those things that are are so powerful, they're totally blocked out, we're not even aware of them, they're blocked out of our consciousness. Because maybe they'd be too painful, and I'm a little weary, you know, here of you know, pushing people into you know very powerful places. I'm not trying to, you know, take on or or touch on more than in, you know my capacity or the capacity of this kind of meeting, but they, I think that there are situations where we are like living essentially to some degree in denial of the reality, not embracing it, not accepting it, and therefore not understanding it and not approaching it correctly. And you could see sometimes even very Dika people, essentially very intelligent people that are approaching something incorrectly Because they essentially are not accepting the reality of the situation. And they work with a a fundamental mindset of a judgment. This should be, this should not be. This behavior is right, this behavior is wrong. If it's wrong, just change it. (laughs) Just stop it. Just don't do it. And they don't embrace the reality of the, the enormous challenge the powerful forces that are at play in a human being. They minimize them and they don't address them correctly.
1: Does the fact that right now it's never going to change, that that means that at any point it's also never going to change? Or are you you trying to, you know, just... just, um, Right now, you accept that so that in the future it will change.
0: No, I don't think it should be for the sake of in the future will change. Of course, there's always a place of hope that Hashem can transform things in a very good way, in many ways that are available to Him. But we should not make our our content of our life contingent upon um an imaginary bitachin that Hashem is now going to make everything good and make it all rosy for me because that's what I want so much and for sure Hashem is going to give it to me. We have to come from a starting point of this is the, the mitzvah, This is the chesed Hashem. Could it be there will be a change? Yes. Should I? Can I? Should I daven for things to be to improve and even improve radically? Oh, 100%. But that 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 cannot cause me to become like discounting and and and, and, and disregarding, this, in essence denying what is the real truth of my life situation, which is the Chesed Hashem right now. And from there to proceed, oh, maybe there's an eight cell that I couldn't see before. I couldn't see before because I didn't really know what, what was needed, what needed an eight cell. And I couldn't even think about it properly and clearly, correctly. In the midst of of uh, cannot be aviated by my bitachon that everything is going to change for the better, and therefore I don't need to be Mikabal what Hashem is giving me right now. That is not uh, cut off uh, the hope of. She was Hashem karafayin. She was Hashem Hashem could be mahapach everything in an instant. But there's also Bashir Hashem. Whatever is here at this moment is Hashem's Bria of the world for me, of me, as he sees correct In His infinite Chesed, right now. This is the Chesed Hashem at the moment that also has to be embraced and then understood, then not fixed, not not gotten rid of. And okay, what is my tafkid now? What is my what is my means of of development now? The ultimate goal has to be available. We're all working together in the best way possible. Whatever will be best for me can be hoped for to be good for other people as well. It's a, it should be a good snowball effect. It's not, it should not ever be, it should never be adversarial. It can be okay. There are blockages, there are preventions, there's there's challenges. The better that I could function, the better I could beat everybody around me. The better I connect to the people around me, the better I can function. It's a, it's a symbiotic ecosystem. That's how we should look at ourselves and everyone around us. If we touch on something good, we should try to share it. Try to spread it. Okay. Okay. Um, I hope that I think there's something here to think about. Food for thought. Okay. Oh, Sounds good. Okay. Yeah. All okay. right. Thank you very much.